Hi everyone, welcome to our live podcast. We're really, really super excited to be presenting uh, this here with uh, Dr. Ganesh and a few others. Uh, we're going to be talking about the connection that we have as nature itself and how to not just emulate it, because that sort of is just on the surface, but to be consciously connected as the pure embodiment of the all that is or cosmic consciousness, but in the form of plants. So this is really an interesting one to uh, begin a journey into uh, 2021. There's there's so much out there. We're, we're really fortunate because there's so many people that have already spoken in so many ways through either writing a book or um, by the, there's a person by the name of Monica who wrote a book um, about her experience uh, um, talking to marine life and also to communicating and being able to listen to plants. And then, you know, she put those stories and those communications into a book. So check that out when you can, if you're interested. Um, but then there's been others. And also just on that note, she went and studied with um, Indigenous people, uh, shamans and so forth. But... Not everyone um, puts themselves into that position where they can do that. And on an everyday basis, we all have that uh, capacity if there's a desire to connect with anything, you know, whatever it is you want to do or, or, or be or connect with. For Definitely for uh, me or for myself, um, you know, nature is everything. It's something that I, I chose to consciously work with. And I never really... I was never really that interested in what people called plants or what people called the animals um, in the natural world that I was living in. I don't know why. You know, I guess because when you're talking, when you're talking or directly communicating with nature as nature, uh, you don't, or definitely I didn't, you don't really always ask for a name because you're, just, you're simply in a symbiotic con uh, community with them and... Uh, and you're just part of the flow. You know, I guess with people, you know, you might eat, meet someone for the first time and they'll introduce themselves by their name. Um, you know, sometimes you get just the first name, sometimes the first, second name. Um, with me, I have one name and, uh, well, many first names, but uh, definitely just no surname. And I guess there's so many variances in this world where we're fortunate because hopefully that brings more and more um, equanimity into our flow and harmony through the heart centre because... It's so easy to uh, be closed when we haven't had the direct experience um, yourself with anything. That's with whatever it is, whether it's starting a new job and learning a new skill or whatever that is. It can be a little bit daunting. But when you're fully aligned in your own flow and yet connected to the, the vastness of that cosmic flow, then, you know... The individualization that we have when we name call things, and it is a it is an individualization, isn't a priority. You're simply flowing with that energetic stream, and then that goes creates starts to create infinite tapestries. And those tapestries that I I'm very conscious and, and co-creating with nature are also those same tapestry tapestries that uh, embodied this cellular structure that you're hearing this vibration through. At some point, uh, Ganesh will come and have a conversation too. <laughs> so in the meantime, I'll just keep talking. But one of those things that um, I've really been fascinated with is, um, the you know, 
what may, what helps people to really become the listener so they can truly, truly hear what nature is communicating. Now, I can hear nature with words. It, is, it uses language. And, you know, my, my, my native tongue would be English, but I have no doubt that it will communicate in whatever language is required because through the Heart Centre, all languages are known. Are known. And, and it's not simply through words. It's actually through the energy that it emits. So I can feel when I've bonded, you know, I was standing next to a clisterman in, in um, a family member's garden um, through the week and I was just talking away to nature in the vast sensitivity, not just one garden or anything like that or just the inhabitants of that one garden. I was just generally speaking because those of you who are very much aware of energy, you know, you know there's no such thing as distance. So whether you feel like you, you're talking to someone over in the other side of the world or you, there's no separation. You know, energy is always connected. There's no such thing as distance. And that's something that's been shown, demonstrate, proven in so many ways. So we, we don't bother with uh, uh, proving anything. It's up to each person to gain their own experiences and, and be in trust of their own experiences being their primordial essence. Um, and we're not educators in that way. We're simply pe those people who love to share expressions of what is and uh, and always open to listening to other people's expressions of what is because that's the whole point is being here sharing and uh, and being non-judgmental just because you haven't had an experience doesn't make it not real so one of the things with this was I was standing in this garden and I was communicating to nature and just I was just sounding it out just talking um, generally about how much I love being in nature, how I'm so grateful that it's always gifted me the language that I could understand that when it was communicating to me. And then I was also, you know, talking to um, our Simply Blooming team, team which was also Budai, um, and saying how fortunate I feel always that I have that uh that connection and that, you know, this is really what I want to be in every aspect of my life. And because I, at, at the moment, I definitely not. Sometimes I tune out um, when I've got to be in an environment that doesn't, is, is sort of very non-accepting of this kind of um, consciousness or this kind of vibration. And uh, so while I'm connected to everything that is, I connect to the nature and the environment I work with, um, the people in this are not, aren't necessarily people that I would um, share everything with just because it's not something that they're currently interested in, really, just like anything. But so as I was talking away, and, and obviously language has an elevated um, tone, it also has a... And I'm talking internally, because nature, you don't have to hear it out loud through someone's mouth. You know, the vibrations of the words go out, the energy of the of where you're, where you're at in your, your journey emits out sound waves. And it oscillates, you know, according to how you're communicating and, and your presence and your energy, your, you know, your vibe. And I'm always excited. I'm always really excited. But sometimes I, I really go very quiet within as I'm communicating, as I'm processing and pondering that depth of communication, you know, because I always keep saying to nature itself, I want to go as deep as I can as deep as deeper than deep, as deep as I, I can go with you. And then I want to branch out, you know, just like trees branch out, all their limbs go out and the root system, you know, they, they, they meander through the earth. I wanted to go deeper and deeper and deeper 
you know, and and really you can keep going deeper. You know, you just got to keep letting go, and letting go is a really important part of the flow, because you know, uh, for those of you who are in um, horticulture or, or the field of plants, it's so easy to be in the field that people can become quite limited, um, and I guess that's because we get attached to what we think we know, um, and it's the one thing that you know when I was studying horticulture. Um, is that, you know, it's wonderful because the botanists will then reclassify plants. So even though you thought, oh, but I learned this, is this is what it is, you know, then new information comes to light. And it wasn't that that information wasn't always there. It's always been there. It just wasn't observed in the way that it's observed when they say, oh, that belongs to this plant family, and, and so it goes on. Or they change the name of a plant for whatever reason. And so I've never had an association with plants, plant names. I've never felt that community, that connection at all. And really, I still don't. It's something I really struggle with because as soon as I'm with plants, as soon as I'm with the environment within nature, I, it's a, I never think about the names of them. You know, and it's only as I study something that I have to then share it with um, people who are in the industry or you know, people who say, what's that plant that I have to stop, think. But in the moment I have to stop and think about that, I've actually disconnected. So that won't but this won't apply to a lot of people. You know, they, they're very much connected when they... Because they're learning plant nature through the names. But for me, I completely... I can't... I can't... I just disconnect. It's, it, it severs the tie of the energy extreme. And so I decided this year I would try and... Well, not try, but I would allow the marrying of it. But as I talk right now, I still... I just my heart and my solar plexus go sh and then the muladhara connects it's such a it goes to the oldest tree in the world it just and i sit at the base of that tree and i can feel my legs splay become splayed out in other words spread out and i can just feel my limbs sink into that tree and there's no naming of anything. You're, you're simply at that pure consciousness where you're at one man. So for those of you, you know, just embarking on your botanical journey and or those of you who just love being your garden, creating gardens, and, you know, you're just so conscious of trying to remember all the names and what plant is what and, and so forth, you know, and maybe some of you are struggling. I know I, I still to this day, I guess because my core interest isn't in that, it, the core interest is is really just being the energy that they are and then cycling with them and uh, feeling myself as the particles within the soil. You know, that's really the biology in it. My physiology state of affairs is really within that essence. Um, you know, and so I'm not really in the head. In fact, I'm not in the head at all with it. I'm in the heart and then... And then the energy goes in all directions, and it can definitely then rise up and 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 become the vortex of co-creation within the brain. And certainly, because I still study all of that, just because I, my part of my work is communicating plants until it isn't, which is um, I'm moving right away from that. But definitely, last year I thought, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it a go. You know, I can honestly say, well, I don't believe in pass or failing. I just, I really, I just. It's just not where I want to be. And I think coming to terms with that and honouring that was a really important decision. And I came across this beautiful YouTube of this uh, 
gentleman that was um, from one of the tribes in the Amazon, the forest in the Amazon. And it was so heartwarming because one of the things he was saying was in their tribe and the shaman in the tribe, um, you know, whenever he had to uh, be the healer as a shaman, that's, you know, healing is their thing and so much more. They're, they're the mystics and they're, they're, the, they're very wise and they, they gift their wisdom to the greater community. Um he was saying to uh, about the shaman in his tribe that um, when the there wasn't that um, request where the shaman wasn't asking the plant whether it would gift its energy in help heal the wound or heal whatever it was that needed healing, the plant wouldn't work. Like the healing remedy would not work on a person. But when he openly communicated to the plant and asked permission to utilize its the plant in that way, the healing was always conveyed and, and there was a connection. So we would go even deeper than that in that understanding. We would say it was the energetic streaming that united as one to create that symbiotic wellness and therefore there was a healed energy that was manifesting. And, you know, if you, if you are one of these people that, you know, can hear plants and you connect whatever way that is because you know there's so many ways you can um, feel the resonance and the energy of the plants and nature itself in, a, in its vastness and every inhabitant within nature then um, you know you might have had that experience where that occurs and you know when you when you do something that you haven't honoured the land, then it rips through you. I know that happened to me not so long ago where someone used a big machine to remove a tree that I had actually said to the tree, um, I will look after you and I will make sure nothing happens to you. And, of course, I didn't honour that. It was, I was not only mortified but <laughs> I broke my own heart with that one just because I felt the wrenching, I felt the loss, I felt the sadness of the tree and the, lo and the loss that that conveyed. And while, you know... The bonding, um, you know, remained strong. There was that wrenching, just like the roots were wrenched by this big monstrosity of a machine. Um, it was so cruel, you know. Whereas normally I would just say, okay, we would honour that, and I'd get an arborist in, and that would be a much gentler flow to rip the tree out by the roots like that. And just I was scathing. It was really, um, really difficult. And that's something that's happening into around the world around our forest. You know, there's just coming in with big machines. So, but that's not what this podcast is about. It's about that connection. And as we connect deeper and deeper, uh, it actually is really healthy for our cellular structure in, in, in humanity to, to feel the cells create through this harmony because that connection is so strong and so bonded. It affects us how we create in everything, how we do our manufacturing, how we build our homes, our dwellings. There's so many things it affects because the way, you know, when you love yourself and you have that self-care, it can't but not affect everything around you and then how you choose to live your life. So back to the communication, we wanted to go up a notch. And by that we mean we want to raise the frequency up to that stellar vibration. And in that, you can feel very light in your head, okay? So you can feel quite light. Definitely when you listen to our podcast, it's a really good idea to have the water element around you. So keep hydrated and keep drinking because that also is a symbol symbolic, but it also is an actual thing um, to uh, just keep the fluid in your form and become fluid because when we're hearing something for the first time or we're very locked in our belief systems, when you're hearing something that you feel is 
what's for some people is really offensive, you know, um, and then for others it's like, oh, I've come home to something. And I think no matter what you are in your life, no matter what you want to become, you know, um, in the quantum field you're always letting go of what, who you were and, and becoming something else, you know, because once you've lived that life as who you were in its entirety, you know, you're ready to move on to something else and create through new vehicles and, and so it goes on. And we've, we've done that all our existence and, you know, in, in the scheme of things, living a multi-dimensional reality, you're always looping, you know, you're looping around your frequencies and oscillating at different variables within those frequencies and then outsourcing them into totally different tapestries. But ultimately you then come back into that oneness and your tributaries, uh, yeah, are just like the, the, the oldest tree in the world that is so big and the root system is so vast yet is so anchored but is still is light, light on the landscape. But also the wisdom that it contains is just sublime. It just did, and it just opens itself up to anyone who is in resonance of, of wanting to learn more, wanting to be wiser in the way they uh, flow in their existence and uh, really tap into a different way of living, you know. And it takes the, you know, people that have gone into so-called off-grid or they've, they've moved and, and wanted to change their life, whether that off-grid is in the city, you know, whether they've, they've chosen to uh, change and adapt in a different way within a city environment or they've moved to a property, a, a plot of land somewhere and, and or, or somewhere, you know, where that is for all of you, um, you know, to live differently, live more in harmony with themselves. And as you live more in harmony with yourself, you become more self-accepting, your heart open, opens wide, and your ability to communicate with all things really elevates, you know, and it's a whole new new journey. And you, by that stage, you've let go of that need to prove anything to anyone. And, you know, from experience when I've come around a lot of people in the work that we used to do, um, back in Lotus Breath and uh, Cedar House and there was a few others as along the journey, um, you know, that need to prove your experience to another can really be heartbreaking and it can crush you. And once you let go of that, once you're into elevation, it's not about proving anything to anyone. And there's wonderful people out there that are using machinery to prove and show and demonstrate um, you know, when someone's having a heightened experience and it's measuring brain waves, but we would go then, we would say, when you're ready and if you desire to, go beyond that again and then go beyond that again and you just keep elevating. And it's so liberating. Once you're beyond that need to show and tell and prove, uh, your breath deepens so naturally and fluidly. You know, it's not a technique, it's something that you're, your whole energetic formlessness is just in that constant ecstatic state. And that ex those words ecstatic state means different things for different people. So please replace words we use with whatever you feel is in resonance with you because then the depth of understanding will transform in every microsecond. So coming back to nature, and Nash uh, is uh, just getting ready to just come through any moment now, so uh, he'll just sort of slide on in. And so how we work here in Simply Blooming is that the, there's many, many oscillations of frequencies. And hello, everyone. It's very good to talk to you and very good. We're going to talk about sound waves, which is what Isis was about to say. Uh, so sound waves, so how do I move through? Well, you know, you might look at a form and we would say let go 
gaze upon a form with a soft glance. Okay, soften the eye gaze. And as you allow the softening of the eye gaze, then you will allow through your ajna or your mind's eye or just through your being, okay? It doesn't have to be a little eye on your forehead, right? No, <laughs> indeed, no. So it can be just, you know, your whole being understands what we are saying. So allow the softness of your being to be your radiance and you'll start to recognize that energy is moving in sound waves, okay? So how then I come through is uh, literally just a sound wave coming through, <laughs> just flowing through, and it's formulating into the modern-day technology. But actually, while you're listening to this podcast here in Anka, you will also find that you could hear me directly, you know, through your own oscillations of sound waves. You know, you do not need a gadget or a machine or a computer, earphones or any such thing to literally directly hear the conversation. So, you know, when you're readiness, give it a go. You will be quietly surprised and maybe you go off with a big bang who knows it is up to you so energy is as it is so widely spoken about and so widely expressed in this modern day is and very openly expressed so we hugely in gratitude to all of you who are freeing up your speech to share this wonderment of all that is in this way, you know, because as you share and share and share, it changes the global vibrations and it it elevates so much of what is in, in Gaia itself. And Gaia too is also elevating itself into oscillations of varying tapestries of light. And so we will talk about that in other podcasts much deeper. So coming back to your vibration, uh, freeing up your solar plexus is a wonderful energy center to uh, self-seed in, okay? So, you know, I think, would you know, Isis was speaking earlier in other podcasts how she literally just came in. The same time as I chose to participate in this physical form, uh, you know, we came in as a collaboration. There was Chrissy, Krishna, uh, Lucky, Lakshmi, and uh, Ganashmi, I, uh, and Isis. We all came as a convergence of energy into our cellular structure. And because we move in and out, you know, it is not, uh, it is not a block you know, it, you see the silhouette, you see the density of a structure. You know, that is not what is. That is the illusionary self. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the ancient ones in, in uh, like the cities and all those people, it's been known. You have your Dr. Joe Dispenza, who is espousing these wonderful uh, uh, expressions and, and very eloquent. And it's something that has been uh, shared over a millennia. It has always been known within the indigenous cu cultures, uh, just different ways to express the all that is. But now you are on a global level, shifting the vibrations. And also, as we said, Gaia is also doing this. And Gaia is a very, very conscious entity. So Gaia is uh, seeding itself in a, in, in a, in a molecular structure that is energetically aware of its inhabitants okay so this is you know this is an interesting journey for those who are tapped into Gaia and who can feel her pulsing as she is shifting her molecular energy and shifting her formlessness to form and changing the topography naturally it is a natural evolution of energy in motion and with that, there are many of you who are looking to 
uh, create dwellings in a whole new flow, you know. And this is a, a beautiful journey. For those of you who are choosing to connect in that way, you will find that the structures of your tall buildings and your high-rises, uh, you know, feel very uh, tense in your uh, solar plexus, and this would also be the vibration that Gare is already signaling uh, the desire to create different things upon itself. And this is something that as you tune, tune into this frequency, if you so desire, not all of you will, certainly if you have found this podcast, you are interested on some level of being the change of your own adventure you know, whatever that is, you know, only you are here to decide what that is, moment to moment, nanosecond to nanosecond, microsecond to microsecond, what is time, it is nothing other than what you create it to be, you know, we come from the timelessness, so we are always presence itself in a timelessness vortex, you know, that is infinite, you know, and so back to the molecular structure, so in that, those of you who are aware of this a molecular transformation that it is always embodied it is not a new experience but it is changing yet again the difference now is it's more openly expressing to those people who are openly connecting to it directly and the inhabitants that are as Isis was saying the nature natural world is also communicating in that way and so therefore it is communicating to those embodied uh, formlessness to form that look like, you know, it's part of humanity. Nature is also humanity. Gaia is also humanity. It's all humanity. That the communication is at one man. So the vibrations are simply sharing the tapestries that are transforming the creativity that is manifesting in Gaia itself. And so those heightened awarenesses of the people that are directly communicating with nature and of course that includes Gaia, because Gaia is nature, and these people are the humanity of that nature. It is one. So within those particles that are very, very conscious, that convergence of energy in a particular tapestry of light are the elemental forces that are creating the new forms. And in that, the tapestries are very variable and they are very different in the way they illuminate uh, the world. So this is the first part of the share that's probably plenty to uh, digest, you know. So <laughs> there is so much, you know, as soon as something is, is shared out loud, it is already transformed and is already dissolving because in every microsecond, there are new changes occurring. But the one thing that you know that is always consistent is change itself. Because as people keep evolving, they expand their conscious awareness, they expand their, uh, they let go of the need to be continually limiting all that is through their physical expressions. Then as that is released and allowed to dissolve, then, you know, the freeing up of what more is able to be shared and acknowledged and, and diversified and lived within and then beyond uh, increases and therefore the constant elevation. Now, in saying that, Gare was doing this with or without anyone, you know, because there are many Earths. And so those of you who are already, uh, as Isis was saying, when she was speaking to uh, nature globally, the Klisterman that was she was standing beside her 
connected to her and she felt this incredible wave of love, you know, and, and it is so all-encompassing. It, you know, it's such a bond that it is like a, a soft caress, you know, and the, the gentleness and kindness that comes with that is, is, is samadhi. You know, so this is happening to those people who are in that wavelength and, and are ready to keep going. You know, not everyone is. Some people want to stay in a different vibration and this is always a wonderful choice. Whatever is where you're flowing is wherever your experiences and expressions will start manifesting and creating from. And, you know, you have great fortune these days because there is so much out there in your world. But there are nanoseconds where it is a wisdom to come back to simply being you and being the primordial you and then feeling where your flow is within where you are to journey moving on and, and on and on and remaining true to yourself. It is, a, it is a gift to yourself. When you become true to yourself, then all elevations are present in your readiness to then download and, and express them. And so with that word download, it is something that is used to describe energy moving through, you know, but we could all say, say upload, couldn't we? We could say upload into, the, into, into self-expression. Uh, so whatever words are your flow, uh, you will resonate with where you're coming from. So that is all we wanted to share. We was a brief share. Uh, we were doing many, many more of these, and uh, you know we're listening to different questions that are coming through our, our community and Patreon. And but also we're also listening just generally to uh, all that is. And we too are also choosing how we we want to progress in our simply blooming journey. And for Isis, it is definitely something that she is. Uh, forming an adaptation to remain very much the molecules within and as of Gaia. So that's a, that's a really, really interesting journey. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very different way of expressing oneself as a biological formlessness to form. So more on that later. And thank you so much for sharing uh, with us because you are also sharing when you are choosing to listen and not just to this podcast, but just choosing to listen to the presence that is you also. So namaste, enjoy your journey, and we will be present now. <laughs>